0: across the ether at the speed of bites and defying all expectations. Once again, we have arrived everywhere we're supposed to be all at once. It could be a movie. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Guardian Academy Unofficial Live. I'm here with my pal Vivica and we've got one of my oldest and dearest friends from the Guardian Academy. I think Jeremy was probably one of the first three people I ever collided with. Uh, in the Discord, in uh, the amphitheater. So we're thrilled to have Jeremy with us today. Um, it's a brand new year. We hope that you're doing well. Uh, my year is off to a fantastic and very wet start. How about you, Vivica?
1: It's raining and it's a little stormy, but happy to be here, man. Happy to be with you guys today.
0: Well, go ahead and uh, set the table for our conversation with Jeremy and let's get right to it. Right.
1: Mr. Jeremy, thank you for being here, sir.
0: Yeah, nice to be here.
1: I feel like you're kind of like a guardian OG, but for, for those out there, just introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are and, you know, kind of where you're from and what you do.
2: Yeah, I'm not quite an OG, but um, yeah, I've been around for the Wolf Den and the Guardian Academy for a couple of years now. Um, I'm Jeremy Bennett. Uh, I do, I work for the U.S. government. I work for the Bureau of Indian Affairs. My normal job is doing wildland firefighting. Um, that kind of goes with the the reason why I call myself the student of fire. And we can kind of get into that later maybe. But um, yeah, I kind of stumbled into the, the Guardian Academy through, you know, originally there was no Guardian Academy when it was the Wolf Den. And I was kind of just looking for, You know, investment stuff, but also something to uh, I was kind of interested in the NFTs and and a a way to get my wife's artwork out a little bit more. So, you know, my wife is uh, Shanti and you can see her artwork back here and it's everywhere. But um, so that's kind of where I stumbled into it. But uh, I was part of this this dad's group called the Dad Edge. And that's where I met Nick Satello, Dr. Nick. And so he he kind of was the one that introduced me to Wolfies. And and I remember when he sent it to me, I, I was just kind of like, this is this is kind of like cartoonishy and I didn't really, really buy into it right away, which I, I regret a little bit. But uh you know, eventually I did come around and, and started. You know, we started up this little group, a couple other guys uh, that were part of the dad, Jet, dad edge that were part getting into crypto and learning about stuff. We started uh, kind of collaborating, working together. And then they came up with the new the Guardian Academy, the tier system. And I was a little on the fence about actually farming my way in. And getting becoming a guardian i just i didn't know if that was totally my thing but then i saw the other guys they were they were gonna start working together so the plan was to kind of everybody start farming and then we we got nick satello into guardian first and then it was mark taddock and then myself and so that was kind of a cool thing We, we collaborated and we worked together and it was one of the other guys, his name is Jordan. He's not on, he's not a guardian yet, but I know he's holding a, a golden guard. So he's ready to go. But he, at the time when the Wolfies or the, the the, wolf pup NFTs were being released, he had a silver guard and I didn't have one yet. I had one farming, but I didn't have mine. So he, he let me borrow a silver guard, which got me, you know, 10, uh, whitelisted for 10 wolf pups. And, you know, that, that was just so grateful for that because that took me down this whole journey of creating and getting creative with storytelling and playing all the games. And, and even though it was Twitter and all that stuff, which isn't really my game, but I played the game because I had a, you know, a purpose. I wanted to get, you know, I, I worked my way towards, I wanted to get a grandmaster collector, which is, you know, five gray wolves. And a lot of people have probably no clue what I'm talking about, but, you know, that, that was kind of where I got started. And um, I've got a real love of learning and, you know, listening to like Nick Peterson talk about, uh, you know, I, free, I think the first time I really Listen to him was Nick Smith's, uh, 2021, you know, the concept of Dala and just all these things, just, I really liked the way that his, his mind thought and how, you know, forced people to, to make, to have good questions and, you know, just be a student of being a student of everything. And, and so that's kind of, kind of how I got here. It really, I love it Sense.
0: One of the things that I really was... When you and I first started colliding in the amphitheater, and it was when I was brand new uh, to the the Guardian Academy and, and, and the Wolf Den. And like you, I, I was really dubious about NFTs and wolf pups and what the hell are these wolfies and what's this farming thing. Uh, but one of the things that I have learned from... All of my interactions with you that I'd love to maybe have you speak to a little bit more, Jeremy. Is you often have like this skeptical, dubious attitude towards things at the beginning, but you don't lose your curiosity in 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 the process. And I I watched you lean in um, as you were t- investigating, uh, putting together your your. Uh, your capstone and launching your medium, uh, your medium publication and, um, you know, just, uh, the work that you've done with base case and bill, these are all things that I, I definitely have recollections of you saying, I don't know about this. I don't know if this is my game or not, but then you just keep leaning in and leaning in. And then eventually you do these amazing things like your medium publication and your writing is I think really extraordinary and the things that, that you've, ended up building. And I also know that despite you being really um, not sure about these wolf pups and whatnot, I remember one of the first things you ever said to me was how important they were to you and your journey. And they seem to really have um, been a catalyst for you leaning into your creativity and and building other things. So I'd love to have you just, you know, unpack that a little bit more for us, because I think there's a lot of people that are here in the Facebook group they, they're hearing all these terms and they're saying, oh, what's, what's this NFT wolf pup, wolfy thing? And, you know, is this for me? What, what you know, how, how, give us a little bit of your process for how you went from being dubious to being curious to being enrolled and then investing and in actually doing some work in all these things that you've been exploring.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know where, I mean, I, I'm just kind of an Maybe a naturally a skeptic about a lot of things and and i I ask a lot of questions but i mean what i want to talk about i'll focus on is the wolf pups and why you know like i mean they're nfts yeah they're the little characters but you know every wolf pup has certain characteristics there's you know they're based on the five elements theory um you know fire earth water metal would um you know and so like you know when i started building my getting my wolf pups i wanted to i wanted to tell stories with them and so i wanted to collect you know every wolf pup i i initially wanted to have them something that had a fire trait in them whether it was their eyes their tail or their shield or whatever it was i wanted to have a fire element because you know i was going to start using and i still haven't quite finished this story but um you know like all of my wolf pups are named after teachers in my life or people or things that have had a very significant impact on me um you know like there's there's tracker that's like my main character and that's you know tom brown and the tracker school that's where i learned i've learned you know a really a deep connection with nature and primitive survival and tracking. And that's where I met Shanti. Um, so the whole tracker school and and Tom Brown is, is a very significant teacher in my life. So, you know, th- that's one of my, t- um, one of my wolf pups is named tracker. And then there's, there's Barbara. Barbara is probably my, you know, the greatest teacher I ever had in, in high school. Um, you know she's she got me into fire uh she gave me the opportunity to teach um you know so much you know but then there's also the first crossfit workout i ever did was named barbara it just happened to be you know coincidence and and so that's kind of where i and and i don't know it might be a little foo-foo or whatever um but i, I kind of see a lot of synchronicities happen in my life there's you know like there's like a flow state that happens in life when, when you're kind of pushing the edge and when you're, when you're really learning. And, um, so I, I don't, I don't know when, when things come into my life and it's kind of seems weird. I, I don't always like, I don't push it off. I, I, I take the risk. I try to dive in and, and push the edges of my experience so that I can get into that flow state whether it's, you know, physically doing things or if it's, you know, like kind of that flow of life where just all these kind of synchronicities start happening. But I don't know if that totally answers your question, but I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. I still got a story I want to write about those those wolf pups, and I kind of consider them anchor points. And anchor points, like in firefighting, in wildland firefighting, we call an anchor point like a place where you start your line construction when you're putting a fire you know a fire line and you're trying to contain a fire you always have an anchor point because it's a safe location to start from and so the fire won't get around you or anything like that so like these these wolf pups are kind of anchor points in my life they're a waste for me to reference to kind of like Stick a lot of that in, that information, a lot of the experiences. I can keep them there, and then when I want to reference them, I can go back to them. The same thing as I use, like my journal, is is one of my biggest anchor points. You know, I I've been journaling since the very first day I went to a Tom Brown class in nineteen uh, ninety six. You know, so like a lot of journaling and a lot of a lot of reference I can go back to. I've got shelves of, of rocks and skulls and things that I collect. It's just, everything has, has some power in it. And, and they, they kind of contain those stories that I, that someday I'll, I'll tell. Mm -hmm.
1: So as a, so, um, you mentioned that you're a skeptic and receptivity is a big thing in in TGA and CCA and stuff like that. So as a true, you know, skeptic from the get-go, how do you stay receptive because I feel like you have to have receptivity to jump into these things that you're so skeptical about. So for those out there who are natural skeptics, who maybe aren't receptive, is there any kind of tip you can give them to help them kind of be a little bit more open?
2: I mean, I think I'm skeptical, but I'm also very receptive. And I'm like, um, I I trust when when there's like synchronicities, you know, when it's it's kind of like, if something just pops into my life, it comes to me and then like, and then there's other little symbols and things that are kind of keep on coming back to me. I, 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 I lose that skepticism, but it's, it's more of like, you know, I ask a lot of questions and maybe that's more of, it's not as much a skepticism as it is just like, I want to understand things fully before I really dive in sometimes too much. So where where it gets me stuck
0: or else I'll just, I won't move forward, but
2: I mean, it's good and bad.
0: Well, I think that's, that's a great point because it's true about everything, right? Like you had this both and relationship with, um, the, this new information that's coming at you like I'm skeptical, but I'm also open. And I think, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in, you know, as, as someone that is, um, very much like, a leap before the net appears, fast, you know, uh, uh, you know, quick implementer, like I'll see something new and just go, oh, cool, new thing. I'm in. Let's, let's, let's play. (laughs) And, you know, that can be really distracting um, and take me down rabbit holes that aren't really helping fuel my (laughs) desire to get closer to things that I really want in life. So I, I love that, that you're wrestling with these things, but I just from the outside looking in, you've done a great job of balancing that, like, okay, I'm not sure about this, but I'm also not going to rule it out because there might be something there for me. And I also love that you're this idea of, you know, I think there's an intuitive element to, to, to recognizing synchronicities and, and, you know, sometimes we don't, Pay enough attention. Like you can obviously pay too much attention to your intuition or just, you know, an impulse, but, you know, intuition is a slightly different thing. Like if you have a gut feeling that there's something there that might be worth exploring, then why not start exploring? And it reminds me that, you know, one of the other concepts that I see you practicing and being a real um, proponent of is this idea of micro stepping. It's like, yeah, I'm skeptical, but there might be something there. And then you 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 figure out a small step into, into it before you go. So, you know, wondering if you would speak more to how you think about um, how microstepping has informed and inspired your journey and and any other um, TGA principles or practices that that have helped you make the progress that you've made, um, you know, over the last couple of years and in, in the things that you're building.
2: Well, I mean, Last year, my word, I, I like to focus on a word for the year and my, and it kind of sets my intention. And last year was balance. And it was all about, I mean, I was, I was got, I got so down into the, you know, playing all these games and going in so many different directions that I, um I was getting burnt out. And, and so I stepped away from a lot of stuff. And so I don't know if I'm the greatest micro stepper, but, uh, I mean, I think maybe I put on a better a better show than, than than I think I you know I'm very critical of of myself because you know I get so many ideas and so many things going that that I that it just freezes me. You know, like I I get stuck, and so yeah, I'm still working on the micro step. Um, that's what this year's word is focus, and that's to try to to stop going in all these different directions and to focus on just the one thing that I can do right now that I kind of move me, move me a little bit further forward. Cause when I get, you know, last year I had, you know, I, I had my medium, I kind of started with the medium because you inspired me to just start writing, you know, just start, just put it out there. And, and I did that. And so that was kind of, that was helpful. But then like, you know, then there was paragraph and, and trying to make, you know, getting really creative with some of my stories. Um, And there was, you know, have some really grand ideas of what I want to do with that. But then I start going in a whole nother direction and it takes me away from that, you know, that initial writing I was doing on medium. And so I got a little bit of stuff there and then I, then Substack comes around and then it's, so like, Oh, that's great. Let me jump over there. And so then I got like three profiles, you know, three different things that I want to do on Substack now. So it's like, I know that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. You know, I'm going to blow myself up or, or like what was happened is I just don't get anything done, you know? So, and then, and then at the same time, I'm trying to help, you know, Shanti who's to create, you know, artist and the creator who who i think is the closest to being like able to like really sell stuff as nfts and and really do some really cool stuff with her art and you know her her workshops and so i focus so much energy on trying to get her stuff going and then it takes me totally out of my own world until she tells me focus on your own stuff because she gets so frustrated (laughs) with me trying to help her and we end up arguing and you know, so then I need to just back up I, and, and, you know, the concept of, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I just got to, I just got to slow down, you know, the frequency of exposure. There's another article that I'm still like editing and, you know, the perfectionist in me just, you know, I just don't want to put it out until I got the right pictures and, and then I got to like. Oh, I gotta create a a cool, you know, AI mid journey picture. And then I was like, it just never happens because I got so much stuff I wanna do to make that one little article just good enough for my standards, and I just I stop. So
1: let's talk about
2: back up and start. That's where micro stepping for me is I'm I'm just a beginner. I'm just gonna be learning this stuff that's what I'm focusing on this year.
1: Let's, um, you mentioned it earlier when we first started, um, Student of Fire. Do you want to talk about what that is and what that means to you and what you're doing with that?
2: Yeah, so Student of Fire is like concept that there's a guy named Paul Gleason, who's a legend in the in the wildland firefighting world. He kind of he started talking about being a student of fire. And when I first heard of the concept, I thought it was like you know learning about you know fire fatalities or f- learning about fire so you could be a better fireman. But it goes a lot deeper. It basically goes into what I believe is being a student of 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 life or being a student of being a human. You know, like for me, I became really interested. I mean, uh, this might go down into a deep little. The philosophical rabbit hole, but, um, you know, what I started looking at a lot of the, uh, you know, I worked for, I worked for the Bureau of Indian Affairs. I worked with Native American tribes and I started noticing that a lot of the origin stories about fire, about how humans got fire. You know, it was all, a lot of them was the animals, animals were giving fire to humans, or, or they were stealing fire and giving it to the humans, or else, you know, Pr- Prometheus fire was given as a gift. It's like, you know, throughout the world, throughout cultures, there's all this, there's a similar theme about fire being stolen and given to the humans. And so, like, you know, if you think about it more and more, what does that mean? It's like, you know, my opinion is fire is kind of what made us human. You know, once we decided to capture fire and start using it as a tool cooking our food it it changed our you know our brains got you know started growing differently and so to me that's kind of like in a way a little bit of the missing link is like what what was that thing that caused us to be become human and so i can get really deep into it because i think that you know i mean I, i look in look at fire today people have gotten very disconnected from what it is it we're, we're fearful of it people don't understand it i mean it's still in every you know every aspect of our our lives it's just very easy you know like flick a slip and you uh, flick a switch and you have fire you know turn on your engine in your car you have fire you know it's all these are all forms of fire that that we've just kind of we've captured it we've caged it up we put it into a you know a cage and we've forgotten about it and so like that disconnection um it it's it's important it makes it makes everybody i mean we're we're disconnected from nature and and our true basically where we came from Mm. so i don't know there's other there's other little things like you know when i uh before i ever got into well i mean there's 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 all the things I learned in being a fi you know, being in wildland firefighting, there's the leadership aspect of it. There's a lot of things you learn through that. Um, there's, there's the primitive survival aspect, like fire is, you know, fire is life. Once you have, if you don't have fire, we're done. And all all life comes ultimately through, you know, the sun and light. So, I mean, I, I get, I get deep with it and, But yeah, that's, that's the gist of it.
0: Well, fasten your seatbelt, Jeremy, we're going to go deeper. Um, Cause one of the, so there's this, one of my, my, one of my favorite philosophers has always been Heraclitus since I was very, very young. And one of the things that attracted me to the Guardian Academy is I would hear people like Nick Peterson and Jeff Moore and other people would frequently reference this Heraclitus quote around, um, rivers, right? No man steps in the same river twice for neither is it the same river nor is the same man. One of the things that really resonated when I saw you and your reference to yourself as student of fire is her, you know, in ancient philosophy, ancient, you know, Hellenistic philosophy, they often associated their primary philosophical ideas around one of the elements, which you talked about in the Wolf Pups. And for Heraclitus, it was fire. Fire is the source of life. Fire is... Purifying and cleansing, Um, fire is uh, a metaphor for um, creativity. Um, You know, Heraclitus was also fond of saying that everything is flux; everything is changing, and fire is is a really important, um, you know, change element. And so, there's just that that theme of fire. You know, I think ties into everything that you've shared about yourself and your journey in this conversation because it has been about flux and flow and iteration and change, um, and and um, also, you know, j- just this idea of you know a, a life worth living and sustainability and all those things. So it's, um, I don't think it's it's any uh, you know accident that that you landed in this field as your livelihood that you've landed in. And I love the way that it, it has become a metaphor for the things that you're doing inside the guardian Academy with your wolf pups in the, in, in the, um, in the den and in your creative endeavor. So, um, there's not really a question there that just, a you know, kind of reflection that, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I would encourage you to not shy away from your, your, um, love and and the philosophical underpinnings of your affection for fire i think it's it's probably the Mm. one of the more important anchors in you know everything that you're who you are and everything that you're building
2: yeah well i mean i'm fortunate i i did stumble into something that i'm you know it's very i'm very passionate about and and i get to do some pretty extraordinary things you know doing the wildland firefighting stuff and so, but you know, another another kind of reason that that I was really um, wanted to jump into the Guardian, especially the Guardian tier, is because I'm kind of moving towards that again. Another another reference of fire is a transition, the transition time in my life, and and in in Wildland Fire, um, transitions are the most hazardous time. Mm-hmm. It's when a lot of things bad happen. You know, like a lot of fatalities or or just information gets lost um bad you know poor you know miscommunications a lot of things like that so in in life i'm i'm getting close to i I hope i'm getting close to retirement i've got you know my my solvable problem or my 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 plan is to is to be retired in five to seven years um actually not eligible for retirement for 13 years because that's a whole nother story, but, um, yeah, I don't have firefighter retirement because I went and worked for, for a a Menominee tribe here. So technically I I took a break in service because I went and worked for a, technically a, a private company in, in the government size, I guess. But so I want to get myself to retirement to do, you know, sooner than, than later, because I, I want to be able to do, things with my life while I still can. And so like this next stage of my life is going to, you know, I'm transitioning into working for, you know, from working from the government and from a W-2 job into maybe something, because I'm not going to just stop working. I, you know, I, I look forward to being able to start working for myself and doing things like, you know, maybe maybe my own business, you know, so I'm kind of stepping into more of an entrepreneur role that I never really thought I, I would ever, you know, I've always just worked for somebody, you know, and I had to think about it. It's easy, you know? And so this, this guardian, you know, the guardian Academy is, you know, full of extraordinary entrepreneurs and people that I, I see that I can learn from. And, and so like, you know, the next phase of my life as I move into retirement, that's, that's what I'm learning the most from this group is, is it's preparing me for that.
1: Don't be scared. And you can always set up your own retirement plans. So don't worry about that either. So you can always figure that stuff out. But um, that said, so we've mentioned micro stepping and you just mentioned solvable problem. Are there any, um, concepts or, or, or things in the TGA that you kind of lean on or that you kind of, you know, share with others frequently that you can think of off, offhand or any that you struggle with?
2: I mean, like I said, the frequency of exposure, um, Dala, I mean, <sighs> you know, uh, making sure that my actions align with my values, you know, like. You know, I could put so much effort into even like learning certain things and if it's if it's not in alignment with with my values then I'm just wasting my time wasting a lot of energy um so like i feel i feel connected to to a younger generation like the generations like I've got kids that are i got a- i got two boys they're twenty one's twenty one and one's nineteen um I kind of feel connected to that age and, you know, that the early 20 year olds and um, up to 30, whatever. Like, I I feel like, like I'm, I feel like that's where I I can have a lot of impact of, of helping people is guiding those, that generation into um, finding their way, finding their purpose. And um, so I've got, you know, there's, there's been people that have been asking me questions about little things that they can do. And, um, you know, just, just starting, you know, just starting with just, just, I guess, start, that start there. I mean, people need to understand that that's, that's one of the things I've probably been really good about is and probably too much is I've, you know, I, I focus so much on myself and my self development and I feel like I've been doing that. And like I dive into myself so much that, I mean, I feel like I can help others figure out their way like that. I mean, p- specific concepts, I don't know. I mean, off the top of my head right now.
0: Well, just uh for the, the the folks that are tuning in that aren't familiar with Dala, um it's it comes from one of Nick's uh, Nixmas Nick episodes of of uh Nixmas has gone by. Um there's two interpretations the first is don't act like an asshole. The second is um, directions for action, acting like an adult. You you can choose whichever flavor works, but it's exactly, you know, I think what you you shared about that, Jeremy, is worth highlighting. Um if you're if the way that you are acting and behaving in the world, if your attitude in the world does not align with your espoused values, then you might be acting like an asshole. It might be time to start finding some directions for acting like an adult. And that's one of the things that I think that the um, has really drawn me to the, the Guardian Academy is it, it is replete with all sorts of principles and practices that will help you become a better person. And just, you know, my final reflection to you, Jeremy, is. I don't think there's such a thing necessarily unless it's, it's you know, bleeds into, um, you know, sociopathic or narcissistic behavior, which it does not in your case. There's no such thing as like paying too much attention to yourself because we're, you know, what I see in the, the Guardian Academy is lots and lots of generous, kind people that are f- outward facing and want to, you know, be helpful to other people. But, you know, that requires, um, a level of empathy and compassion that you can't really express fully unless you're actually practicing that on yourself. So what I hear in your approach is, you know, you're paying, you're paying attention and investing in your own personal development, because that will actually make you an even more, more of a force, imp- uh, a force multiplier in helping other people become the best versions of, of, of themselves. So, um, I'd encourage you to keep leaning into that edge. We're we're kind of coming come to the end of our time here. Um, I'm gonna turn it over to to Vivica in case she has any um, last last questions. And then um, Jeremy would love for you to share. You know what what people can do. W- what you would like people to do next if they want to learn more about um, you know where you're at and where you're going in your creative endeavors. But anything any final questions from you, Vivica?
1: just um pretty much what you were going to get into is is there anything you know you want to finish up wrapping up sharing with everybody how they can get in touch with you anything you're working on that you want to leave us with um just anything like that
2: yeah so i'd say i mean i'm probably not the easiest person to get a hold of but uh i guess you know check out my medium page if you want to check out some of my writings um and that's kind of where I'm going to focus on putting some of that stuff. Um, Another project I did start is this thing called the Wolfish Dads group. And so that's kind of one thing that I'd like to also kind of focus a little bit more on this year. And so you'll probably see some announcements about that. um, Probably put it out on Facebook and, and actually open it up to people outside of the wolf den and, and the Guardian Academy which I initially had left it closed off to um but so yeah I've got a lot of stuff going on um there's you know reach out I'm not too hard to find I'm on Facebook I'm on uh Twitter but I wouldn't go there (laughs) Facebook you can make a comment on in my medium stuff uh I really appreciate does anybody just just Getting to know who I am and what I'm doing.
0: Really appreciate this time with you, uh, Jeremy. This is our first episode of the new year. We, um, you know, we we wrapped up strong with Evan Kirsch uh, at the end of 2023. Starting strong with Jeremy Bennett today, and uh, we've got some some exciting guests. Uh, lined up just uh, some of our newest guardians are going to be on the broadcast in the in the weeks coming up so be sure to stay tuned for all of that we also will start um, a new uh, quarterly Q&A with our uh, intrepid leader uh, Nick Peterson so be thinking about what you would like to uh, talk to Nick about but excited for uh, excited for what the new year holds for all of us here inside TGA unofficial uh, and on the live broadcast of Always appreciate you, Vivica, and your your steadfast uh, fellowship in this crazy thing that we're doing. That we're still trying to figure out exactly what we're doing. And Jeremy, just really lo- appreciate the the generosity, vulnerability, and and just the wisdom that you, um are we're all woven into this conversation with you today. So thank you all, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing everyone next week. Yeah, appreciate it.